right. Welcome back to another podcast episode, Podcasts of Farming Assets. If you've joined us for the first time, fantastic. Welcome. We're excited to have you. If you like the content, give us a thumbs up. Feel free to subscribe and feel free to share us as well. Don't keep a secret and give this podcast a link to other friends, family, and colleagues. Again, this is all for you guys and feel free not to keep us a secret. Share this episode with everybody you possibly can. All right. Welcome back to Farming Assets, our podcast. If you're a subscriber, subscribe below. If you're not, subscribe below. If you're a subscriber, hey, thanks for keeping up with us and watching us. I know this is part three of the China Trilogy. The anticipation has been amazing. People have been laying out by their computer, by their iPhones for 24 hours at least, just in anticipation for the release of this podcast episode. And, you know, people are not going to see Star Wars or Marvel. They're waiting around for this, this moment, the part three of the China trilogy. So welcome back and very excited to be able to be here with you and go through part three of our trilogy on China. And the reality is, is China the superpower we all thought? Are they? That's the big question. Is China the superpower we all thought? Well, here's part three. And so part three is going to be three articles, just like the previous two episodes. We went through three separate articles. Again, these are going to be different websites or publishers of the articles. I'm going to go ahead and give you the name of who this article is from, the website. We're going to talk. We're gonna, I'm going to give you the title and I'm going to give you the date. All right. And then we're going to go through and we're going to find out who is China who they are, who they think they are. All right. So cbsnews.com, cbsnews.com, June 6th, as China raids U.S. businesses and arrests workers, the corporate landscape is getting, quote, very risky. Dun, dun, right? The drama, it builds. The risk of doing business in China are increasing from foreign companies. The offices of CapVision, a consulting firm with offices in New York and Shanghai, and two American firms have been raided in the recent weeks as China authorities exercise their power under new security law. New security law. It's funny that China passes laws to give them the power to do something when they're a communist country. Who votes for those? <laughs> right? <laughs> It's it's the same guys sitting around. Yeah, we make all we're, we're we make all the decisions. We run the country. We're the Communist Party. Okay, let's just pass a law right now. Hey, pa- by the way, pass the chips. I'm hungry. Earlier this spring, U.S. firm Bain and Company and Mints Group were also had their Chinese offices raided. Five Mints Chinese employees were detained. Now, the employees that are being detained are Chinese citizens not U.S. citizens, they are Chinese citizens. And I think they're being arrested and detained because they're fraternizing with the enemy. And this is a way for China to say, hey, we're allowing you to have companies on our soil, but we're still in control. Okay, yeah, let's see how that plays out. You may be able to bully your citizens, 
You may be able to tell them what they can and cannot do, when to breathe, when to allow their blood to flow through their veins. But I'm sorry, my friend, that does not work with the United States. That does not work here. Now, what's interesting, Zimmerman, James Zimmerman, a business lawyer who works in Beijing, told CBS News the raids have spooked foreign businesses. No blank. Of course it has. But why are we surprised by this? Please, ladies and gentlemen, it's still a communist country. We have not been very good bedfellows to each other. We've needed each other. But the reality is that need is really one way. China needs America. China needs America. Why? Like I said in the last episode, you and I, you and I as consumers, right? We have the freedom to utilize the dollars, the income, the money you and I work hard at each day. We leave our house. We go do our job. We get paid for that. We use that money to what? To consume. We buy goods and services and foods and stuff to allow us to have the lifestyle that we have. Good or bad does not matter, but it's what we get the choice. Now, yes, we can talk political and we can start saying, well, how much of a choice do we have? And we can go down that rabbit hole. We're not going to go down that rabbit hole. That's not what this is about. This is not completely about politics. This is about business. This is about you and I and our assets and what we need to do to, to protect our assets. And that's what the U.S. is doing. That's what these foreign investors are doing. They're protecting their assets. Why in the world would I? It, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So let's say you, you're interested in real estate. And you only have so much money and you have this property that you're looking at, but this property has the windows broken out, has bars on the windows, has spray paint on the walls, the whatever landscaping there is, is weeds and overgrown weeds and, and it's all brown. You have roof that's in dishevels, right? Are you paying top dollar for that? Heck No. You're barely going to pay bottom dollar for that, right? You're looking at that and going, okay, how much money do I need to put in that? Well, if you only have a certain amount of money, are you going to put that into it? Or are you are you going to be one of those people who buy it, try to fix it up, bare minimum fix it up, and you run out of money, and then you got to sell it, and now you're lost? No, right? And the reality is, is that this is an asset. The foreign investors are looking at China as an asset, a way to make money. Okay, And if China's making decisions and they become a bad asset, you're not going to put your money in it. Just plain and simple. You don't need a Twinkie. Go get an orange. It's better for you. But I want a Twinkie. Go get an orange. It's better for you. Go put your money somewhere else. Put it back in the U.S. Put it in Korea. Put it in Taiwan. Put it in, maybe not Taiwan because China's going to take over it. Put it in Vietnam. Put it in the Philippines. Put it in Mexico. Put it down the street from you. But you're not going to put money in a bad investment. And this has been something happening for some time now. For some time now. Because according to Yahoo Finance, an article June 8th, Foreign investors have been dumping vast amounts of Chinese assets and putting money there will only get riskier. Yes, absolutely. We're all in agreement. Talk of de-risking, not de-dollarization, 
de-risking from China has been trendy lately, especially as geopolitical tensions grow and the economy's post-COVID rebound has started to lose momentum. What happened to our COVID lockdown? What happened to our momentum? Did our momentum sputter? Heck no. Why? Because we're capitalists. We're Americans. We get the right and freedom to purchase what we want to purchase. Now, of course, that's starting to change with some political ideologies, right? They're starting to tell you what you and I can do and what we can't do. They want to get to that point, right? But you and I still have control. You and I are still the power in the United States. Not the few people at the top that we've quote unquote voted in, okay? But you and I, and you're seeing that. You're seeing that with companies that are trying to politicize our children, to trying to do certain things and tell us to do certain things. And what do you and I do? No, we're saying no. We're not putting our money there. We're putting our money somewhere else. And what's happening to those companies? The same darn thing can happen with the country. You and I have the power. You and I, we the people. Not I, the powerful. We the people. That's what's happening with China. They don't have we the people. They're a communist country. Let's I keep saying that because I want you to remember they're communists. They don't have a say. We do. As long as we don't allow them to put the duct tape over our mouth. Okay? You and I have a say. Now, here's an article, June 6th, in The Telegraph. Okay? In my years of reporting on China, I've never encountered this. As the first tourist flights since 2020 begin, once cinephile joins the first wave of foreign visitors. Okay, so I'm not sure what that meant, but basically this is an article written by this gentleman. His During the gloomiest days of lockdown, I would sometimes hike the Mitcham to do my permitted hopping from King Chinese supermarket. And so this is a gentleman who ended up being in China and what he is seeing in China that he's never seen before. Empty streets. He's still seeing people wearing masks. He's still seeing fear in people's eyes. Before there wasn't that fear, before there was that that focus of I have stuff to do, you know, the determination focus, right? This is the focus I have a lot of times when I, in our office building, when I go to the bathroom, right? I open up and then in the hallway, I open up the men's door and there's almost every time there's somebody there, right? And it startles me, it startles them. And we're like, oh, sorry, sorry, right? It's that weird little, (laughs) but it's that focus. I got to get someplace, right? Now there's that fear. There's that fear. And I don't think people in China are spending money like they were pre-COVID. Why? Because they're only spending their money on their needs. Because when is the next time we'll be shut down? When is the next time? When is the next time we're going to have to be stuck in our house for months on end? When's that going to happen? So they're not spending money. Sure, they're wealthy in Chinese China, but where are they putting their money? The wealthy are putting their money where? Here in the U.S. Shoot, go to the West Coast. Please, please do not lie to yourself that the real estate market on the West Coast is because Americans are driving and moving to China, moving to, sorry, China, (laughs) 
in California, <laughs> Freudian slip, moving to California, to Oregon, to Washington, the, the blue liberal states there. You can't tell me that mass people are moving there and buying up homes like crazy and causing the real estate market to skyrocket. No, it's not happening. In fact, it's just the opposite. We know it's not. We know it's the opposite. Who are the Californians selling their houses to? Chinese. Wealthy Chinese people saying, I will give you cash for your $1.2 million house that really is only worth $750,000. What do they care? They're just getting, they're, they're laundering their money out of China into the US and using real estate. And those America, those Californians, Americans are taking that money and they're going where? Across the California border into friendlier states. Statistics don't lie. It's been happening. It's been happening for over a decade, but it's been happening on steroids, HDH or whatever you're allowed to say nowadays, growth hormones, whatever, like crazy the last couple of years, right? So we've done a couple episodes on that, right? So at the end of the day, don't get blinded by the stuff you see on the news. Don't believe it. Don't fall victim to it. Use your gut. Use your gut, use your your mind. You as a business owner, you as a taxpayer, you know the truth. Stick to it. Don't allow those lies to affect you. Squirrels are cute, absolutely. That's why we get distracted by them. Don't don't get distracted by these squirrels. These aren't cute squirrels. These are rats, these are possums. This is not cute, okay? So I'm gonna end the trilogy with this, you, we the people, are what makes America, America. We the people are what makes those folks in other countries want to come here. Why those countries dislike us. Sure, politically, sometimes we make some really bad mistakes. I'm completely agreement. I'm not saying that we're the white horse, white cap at all. Not in a lot of people's eyes around the world. That's fine. But there's still a reason why those people, when the chance comes, come here, when they have that opportunity, because it's you and I, it's we the people. We're here to utilize our freedoms, the republic, the ideologies of what our fathers built to today. We're all immigrants. We're all immigrants. I happen to come from Germany and Czechoslovakia by way of my grandparents and my dad, okay? So I'm technically really first full generation American with my family, okay? So I am blessed to have been born here, absolutely, as you are. Whether you were born here someplace else and you're here, we the people, you're the reason why assets can grow. You're the reason why your wealth can grow. You're the reason why your business can thrive. Because you're providing a product and service that's beneficial to other people who are looking for that product and service. And you know when your product and service is no longer valuable, valuable to people, what happens? Your sales, your revenue goes down and you have to change or die with it. Plain and simple. That's capitalism right? It's our desire to serve other people 
products and services that benefit them and their desires and needs. That's what drives capitalism. So go capitalize on your assets. Go capitalize on farming and planting new assets and growing them and being who you are. Go be American. And if you just got here and if you've been here recently within a year and you're listening to this podcast, welcome to America, the land of the free. All right, welcome back to another podcast episode, Podcast of Farming Assets. If you've joined us for the first time, fantastic. Welcome. We're excited to have you. If you like the content, give us a thumbs up. Feel free to subscribe and feel free to share us as well. Don't keep a secret and give this podcast a link to other friends, family, and colleagues. Again, this is all for you guys and feel free not to keep us a secret. Share this episode with everybody you possibly can. 